Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Offensive points is back on YouTube. Oh, we already got a viewer. I love it. Hello, random citizen. I don't know who you are yet, but I'm sure you'll chat with us at some point. Uh, for those of us listening on the audio, don't worry. Uh, there's not going to be much visualization here. We're just going to talk about some good old-fashioned football and the game previews and who we think to start, sit. We're not going to tell you to sit Devontae Adams uh, because you're never going to do that. So don't worry about that. This is actually going to be those people that are fringe starters or, you know, those people that, you know, you've actually been thinking about over the week. So, Billy, how you, how you doing? I have some shocking sits this week, though. I'm not going to lie to you. Do you? Um, All right. Yeah, I have some. I, I got some things I need to get off my chest as we go through these game previews about certain teams because we it's time to start having these conversations. Week four, you know, the rust should be off by now, and for some teams, the rust is still on, or it's a complete tire fire. So we'll we'll see what happens. You know. Yeah, there's a couple. Uh, see, for for defense, I don't I don't panic as much like we we talked about in the uh, IDP kind of corner. You'll see if if you uh, get there, but just offense does worry me after three weeks. There's there's a trend, and there's a yeah. you would have gotten involved by now at this point. Yeah, and Rougerou, Rougarou, my apologies. Yep, love love to see Rougarou. you. Here. I, I'm in the chat. You're the first. Welcome. It's good to see you. Okay. Well, we don't have Joe this week, but we do have him in spirit via this. I'd ride him. And don't worry. Uh, we're going to go through our start and sits. And if Joe needs to pop in, we will just use that button. And that will let us know that, you know, he wants to ride him. Um, yep. Rougarou in the chat says, I have a million questions. Can't wait, Rue. Can't wait to see these million questions. Josh is going to be the uh, arbiter this week, I think, on questions. Oh, that's so. a terrible idea. I got so many things going on. Too many tabs open in my brain okay, and on well, this computer, but we'll try our best. I'll do my best. Um, all right, well, let's start with Thursday night. We have Detroit versus Green Bay. Um, look, Green Bay has been shockingly good this year. Jordan Love looks like the real deal. There's some games where I'm like not totally sure if – Jordan loves a good quarterback like last week, for example, but then he leads them back and wins the game against Atlanta. So I was like, well, okay, maybe he is good. I, I maybe I'm just off and he's actually good, but I'm, I mean, he's doing it with basically nobody. I mean, he doesn't have Aaron Jones, doesn't have Christian Watson, his supposed number one. He's doing it with like Dontavian Wicks and Romeo dubs and Jaden Reed, all rookies, by the way. And well, Dubs isn't, but the other two are, and AJ Dillon, who's basically useless out there. So, like, it's just this is insane that Green Bay has been able to do this so far. I won't lie to you, I did not have faith in Jordan Love pulling up a two quarter or a two touchdown fourth quarter comeback. 
but if you really looked at, if you really watched that game, the Saints weren't really doing anything defensively. It was just rust and newbies out there. You know what I mean? There's no mm-hmm. run game, so it's all pass. You know Jordan loves passing the ball. What he did in the in the fourth quarter was phenomenal. You take away the Shahid punt return touchdown. This game was very very close the entire time. Uh, the fact yeah. that he was still able to get those two touchdowns at the end was phenomenal. I didn't start him actually, and I was rooting for the Green Bay Packers, which was the weirdest experience of my life. Uh, thank you, Joe Burrow, a lot for making me start Jordan Love. But honestly, it worked out. Um, and yeah, Aaron Jones, if he's back, you're you're very excited about it. If you have AJ Dillon, honestly, even with Aaron Jones out. I think I'm cutting them. Maybe get through the yeah. week first, but it's it's time. It's time to to have the AJ Dillon. It's not good at football conversation, and you know we're here. That's where yeah. we're at. I don't think we need to talk about it too much. We don't need to beat that one into a dead a dead horse. But um, so Christian Watson back. You play him. That's clear. Um, I yep. still think Jordan. I, th- I still think Jaden Reed has uh, plenty of value to offer here. Um, dubs obviously could cut into that as well, but I don't know why I feel like Jaden Reed's had a little bit more consistent target share. Dubs was obviously the favorite in new Orleans with 12 targets, but before that only having eight just gives me a little bit more confidence in Jaden Reed with his consistently six to seven targets a game. So, um, that's, that's who I'm putting in, um, if I have the chance, but I honestly uh, try to avoid Thursday night games on, on the chance that they're a colossal failure. So, um, if you don't have to, don't don't force him in there. You shouldn't have to f- play Jaden Reed. But if you if you are in that unfortunate situation, please feel free to, even if Christian Watson's back. So, yeah. And then Musgrave isn't quite a start yet, but he's going to have a couple games this season where you're going to be like, "Damn it, he's on my bench." Um, just don't know when that's going to be. Um, on the, and on Detroit- the other side, nope, nope. I'm doing this. Jesus, Laporta, okay. The porta potty is real. Uh, and yes, that is my my teammate in multiple leagues because I have Sam Laporta everywhere, uh, and he is just going to consistently, consistently keep getting targets and keep getting more involved in the the game, especially until Jameson Williams is, is out or is back in. So and we have three more weeks of that. So eleven targets, eight catches, and the touchdown, of course, with eighty yards. Uh, phenomenal to see Laporta, the you know last tight end drafted in pretty much every fantasy football league or a waiver wire darling week one if you didn't already pick him up you're gonna be pretty excited about him for the rest of the year i think you're gonna continue to see this which is kind of ironic they like refused to use hawkinson last year so sorry just had to get that out of the way billy you can continue i'm sorry it's good i mean haka who is what we should be saying laporta is the new tj hawkinson um, no, TJ Hawkinson's doing just fine up in Minnesota. But and on the same time, Laporte has been great. And he yeah. is one of the few tight ends that you can trust each week. So anytime that any team that you have Laporte in, just go ahead and book him for starting. Um, other than that, though, uh, interestingly, Amon Ross St. Brown is the obvious start on the team. Jameer Gibbs got his first crack at starting duties for the uh, Detroit Lions last week with David Montgomery out. Guess how many targets he got, Josh? Um, how many did he get, Bill? Two. Because, again, we're making up this new position for Jameer Gibbs, and it doesn't make any sense at all. I think the new position they created is just confusing as hell. Like, that is just what they are doing to us as fantasy managers, thinking he's going to be some kind of hybrid. Me and Joe were having fear-mongering last week that Craig Reynolds was going to be the starter and that Jameer Gibbs was going to play the same role. That didn't happen. It was, it was Jameer Gibbs show, and uh, I I don't know. So 
I think Gibbs is still a start. Eventually, one of these weeks, whatever he's doing is going to work out, right? I mean, that that has to happen. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, this this just comes down to this. This is your consistent fancy numbers. You're not getting great big numbers just yet. Don't understand the whole not being a receiving back in that game, but um, I guess it's it's fine. Um, yeah, Montgomery. I'm not sure if he'll be back on a short week Thursday night. Um, I believe he was held out of all the practices so far this week, and it just seems like it's a no go. But um, seemed 50 50 to be honest good news you. is you can run the ball against the packers as atlanta proved um but yeah. chicago and new orleans both didn't really have run games to speak of when they played the packers so it's hard it's a very small sample size at the moment ruru says on youtube does it seem like uh amon Ross st brown hasn't flashed yet and i don't know i he has had back-to-back 100 yard games in the first game he had 70 yards and a touchdown i feel like that's what you want from amon Ross st brown the end zone would be nice I mean, we could definitely take some end zone, but his target share is incredible on this offense. I just think the Lions as a whole on offense haven't shown much yet. And this doesn't make me feel great because, I mean, when Jameson Williams comes back, I guess he's just going to get the other half of the target share that Amon Ra isn't getting. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm actually really interested to see. I mean, we never really saw Jameson last year other than what one play. Um, yeah. so it's, it's going to be really interesting to see. And I, I feel bad for anyone and I hope nobody did, but Josh Reynolds, zero targets in the game, uh, not injured, not anything. Just like, I, I imagine somebody out there started Josh Reynolds. Like there had to have been, cause they're like, Oh, two weeks in a row wide receiver two on the team. They're throwing a lot, you know, 12, 20 something points, two games, zero, not even a target. I just, I couldn't imagine. Um, and it's not even like uh, what's his face did anything, uh, any, anything different. So, Khalif Raymond, yeah, Khalif well, Raymond, yeah. Laporta <clears throat> got eleven targets. Amonra got twelve. I think that's who Jared Goff trusts in the offense. I think that's pretty obvious from who he's throwing it to. But again, Ben Johnson of the Lions, what is the plan? <laughs> like this team looks worse on offense than last year, and they have better players this year. I don't understand it. So, I was happy to not see too much Craig Reynolds because I was worried that they were just going to put Craig everywhere. Um. Yeah. All right. So for this, who wins this game? I'm going to go Detroit, but how did they get two Thursday night football games? I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, Eagles got two Monday one, night and games. Now they had week two. Maybe they just huh. assumed. Or week four. Maybe they just assumed Lions are going to be good finally. Maybe they finally did it. Uh, I'm going to pick the Lions because it's my dad's birthday and he's a Lions fan. So I just assume they're going to win. I but at like the same that. time, Thanksgiving never works either. So probably the Packers will win, but I'm still going to pick the Lions. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Um, on to the next game that we have listed. It is the game in London. There is going to be a Toy Story version of this game offered. Um, I have no idea. I've seen the preview twice. It still doesn't make a lick of sense to me of how this is that that's actually going to work. But there is a Toy Story version of this game going to happen um, from the London game. It starts at 9.30 our time, which I do love waking up to football. That's always fun. So I do, too. I, I actually saw this. I didn't realize it was the London game until just now, which I'm surprised I'm just now making the connection. But uh, the whole every streaming platform getting their game is hilarious to me. For one, because it's going to be streamed on Disney+, Plus. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but I do not know what they're going to do with Toy Story. But to be fair, I've never watched any of the Nickelodeon versions of the game either. So whatever they did on that, it'll probably be similar to that. But just insert Toy Story instead of slime, basically. So 
Well, I just want to know who who is watching this. Like, kid, there's no shot kids are waking up and going to watch the Toy Story version, and a parent isn't going to put that on because like they want to like watch the game, not necessarily Andy's bedroom version of the Toy Story game. I don't know. I, I, it's weird uh, marketing to me, to be honest. I actually have Disney Plus, and I know the login on that, so it's going to probably be on my phone while I'm doing my errands uh, Sunday morning, and I, I actually will watch the Disney version. So I will get back to you on this. Uh, I'm assuming other people will watch that. it. But I just, it's just every streaming platform wants their little, their little money from it. Amazon Prime, obviously getting the Thursday night games. Uh, Disney okay. getting the London games, question mark. I don't know. We need, a, we need a full report on that next week for sure. I'll give you the full okay, report, to, don't worry. To get into the actual games, these games are always hella weird. Uh, there's always something weird that happens. There's always usually one player in the game that doesn't play well at all, and it doesn't make sense, and it's just because they were in an airplane for six hours and they're completely messed up with their routine. Now, who that's going to be in this game, I don't know. If I had a bank on it, I think it would be Bijan. Like I think Bijan's going to have an off good. game. Yeah. You're going to start him for sure. I just There's going to be one player in this game. He's not going to play well for whatever reason. I think it's going to be Bijan for some weird reason. I don't know. The Jaguars did shut down the Colts and Kansas City for the most part, and really Houston, I mean, other than the touchdown. I mean, that nobody's gotten over 100 yards on them yet. So, I mean, really the Jaguars' defense is good, um, and I guess the way you beat the – the Jaguars is through the air like CJ Stroud chose the last week, but yeah. I don't think the Falcons can. So they got to do Bijan and they got to do the, you know, screen passes nope. to running backs. So yeah, honestly, I'd be a little bit, I'd be a little bit worried to start Bijan, but obviously you don't really have a choice. Uh, maybe this is just not a week where you're even thinking about starting Algier. Uh, you don't have bye weeks yet. You shouldn't be doing that anyway, hopefully. Um, but yeah, Drake London and Kyle Pitts sort of involved last week. So one of them could pop. I still have this feeling that London's going off in London. Like they, you, there's no way they haven't made this connection. Like, oh, you're playing in London. We're gonna throw you the ball a bunch. London in London definitely makes sense. It feels like a thing. I if I had drink London anywhere, which I don't, I'd still be with. <laughs> it's true. Um, let's check in with Joe. Would Joe? Would you start Bijan Robinson this week? I'd ride him. Okay, well, that's all right. that's all you needed to hear there. Uh, so start B. John Robinson this week. Um, he will be a good addition. So on to Jacksonville. This team is so fucking weird on offense, man. I don't know what – I don't know how to make heads or tails of what's going on in all right, Jacksonville. All right, I'll, take, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of this for you. Okay, you it should. doesn't make any sense. No no game has, has played out the same way through first three weeks so far. Like, there's no. been weird every week. It's been completely weird. All right, I'm gonna just I'm gonna run I'm gonna run you through Jacksonville because I, I happen to have a shit ton of Jacksonville players on all my teams now that I'm realizing it. Uh, so Trevor Lawrence, I assume what you've done after week one or two is picked up one of those quarterbacks, Brock Purdy, uh, Jordan Love, Stroud, a Stroud, one of these guys that has been popping lately. You're gonna want to not start Trevor Lawrence. Um, no, nothing against Atlanta's defense. It's not like you haven't been able to pass on them. They haven't really played a good quarterback yet, really. Anyway. Um, but they have actually been pretty stout against uh, quarterbacks. Jesse Bates had that th two interception game too recently, but Trevor Lawrence has just not been it. So start your other quarterback. Also London game. Weird. Don't want to do it. You're starting Calvin Ridley and Kirk. Uh, so yes, it, it's been a flip flop from week one from Ridley to Kirk to Kirk. Uh, but I think it's both of them. I don't think there's a rhyme or reason. I think both of them are not must starts, but like wide receiver twos. Like you pretty much are going to be starting them unless you have way better options. Like I do not, do not flex Jaden Reed over, uh, Calvin Ridley or Christian Kirk, if you're worried about it. Um, and then Etienne uh, is 100% the guy that I thought he was at the very least. Tank Bigsby obviously does have a role, but the numbers 
alone that Etienne are getting. Obviously, the the bust beat in KC, like they couldn't run the ball. I mean, Chris Jones just got back. There was no chance. You're going to be starting Etienne week in, week out. He's a must start. And then Bigsby is one of those like spot starts, dynasty league it's like a shit. He's a, he's a vulture. He's he, but he's actually going to get more of a workload. It's just not going to be. Yeah, it's not going to be a consistent workload anyway, but he will get those touchdowns and he will get like eight, nine points for you. And especially if you're in one of those weeks where you had all injuries and see Jamal Williams and all the stuff last week, I, I could understand why you want to start him. So yeah, there you just, go. That's this, the Jacksonville this, Jaguars. This team's just going to be so weird the whole season. Um, I was just happy hmm. that Evan Ingram finally got involved, but I think this team's just going to be very strange. But they need to figure it the hell out because we thought they were going to be AFC contenders for like the AFC title, but I don't see how that's even going to possibly happen with the team the way they're playing right now. Anyway, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned it. Actually, I did skip right over Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram's actually been one of the most consistent tight ends in the league so far this year. And I yeah. think you're happy with it. I know you were expecting what he did last year when he had his like 20, 30 point games and stuff, but Ridley's on the team. Now there's so many mouths to feed on this team. I think it's just one of those things where it's like, Everyone's going to get fed. It's just going to be a little bit lighter on the end. Like Etienne's going to have two touchdown games. Uh, what's this? Bigsby's going to come in, steal a touchdown. Kirk's going to have yep. a bigger game. Ridley's going to have a bigger game. But somehow Lawrence is still the, the odd man out. He's just, do not start him yet. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't know what to make of it, but he's not been playing well, and it's very odd. And if he goes off on your bench on Sunday morning and you listen to me, I, I still stand by it. I don't even care. Same. Be mad at me. I, I, I would feel better starting someone else, to be honest. Um, all right. I think Jacksonville wins this game because it's a home game for Jacksonville. It's, it's a home they game. Play yeah. there all the time. So, so it's like an LA Rams home game. Like they have more fans, but it's still not that loud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. They're just a bunch of drunk British people in the stands. And, you know, that's fine. Have them have a good, good time over there, Brits. Um, all right. On to L.A. Rams versus the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I will do the Colts because it's the return of Gar. Well, not so fast. Anthony Richardson has been practicing this week. Garter Minshew, I thought, had a, a decent game last week. He definitely was the reason that they beat the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens, that's a whole other issue that we'll get into here in a little bit. But as far as Gardner Minshew played, not bad at all. Um, oh, Lord shows in the comment section that can't be good as far as the the raven or as far as the colts go anthony richardson's a start hey do you think that you would do you think that you'd start richardson let's go to joe i'd ride him okay well i mean how can i argue with that that's that's a very good uh way of putting that um Let's see. I, honestly, though, Joe has been a huge fan of Zach Moss, too. Let's see what he would do with Je- with uh, Zach Moss this week. I'd ride him. Man. Okay. Again, oh. I can't argue with that. That's good analysis. Zach Moss is getting a ton of run on this team. He looks like the promised RB1 that we thought he was going to be in Buffalo, and he's coming through. So Zach Moss is a start against the Rams. They, they have been pretty good against the run. But I think you're going to get a lot more out of Zach Moss. Um, he's a better running back so far. Um, one thing and I do want to just touch on is if Minshew is in the team uh, or is is in your league and, I don't know, Dynasty or something, and you just see him on the waiver wire, go pick him up. Because, I, I mean, obviously this is just a concussion, but Minshew looked really comfortable with this team. Uh, and this is where I thought should have started the year anyway with Minshew. But uh, maybe he, maybe Richardson wouldn't have been able to get in in time. So 
Um, just saying, Minshew's a, good, a valuable, valuable backup quarterback, and especially if you're in super flex, maybe throw a low ball offer for him uh, if you can't. So, Ruguru mentions NFL says A. Rich is still in concussion protocol. He is. He did practice today, though, so you have to get through, I think, three practices before you're able to play. So if he gets through today, tomorrow, and then whatever between uh, Friday and Saturday, he can play. So A. Rich should be back as long as there's no setbacks uh, coming coming uh, up. Unrelated to this game because Joe doesn't actually follow the rules. He says DJ Moore or Zacchaeus. And uh, Zacchaeus is that guy now. Fuck One DJ flip. Moore. Ju- Justin Fields can't throw the ball. So um, just wanted to get that out of the way. We'll get to the Bears here in a little bit. Yeah, well, maybe. Just kidding. Please uh, don't be, start Zacchaeus. I'm just kidding. I just had to give Joe trouble. It'll be a quick preview. But as far as Indianapolis goes, sorry, I kind of got off off topic. Michael Pittman is good to go. I still would like to see Anthony Richardson be a little bit better with the completions. But look, Josh Downs looks the part. Michael Pittman looks the part. If Anthony Richardson's just able to connect with them a little bit, I think both of those are very good starts on the defense, uh, or as far as uh, wide receivers, at least I wouldn't start anybody else on the team though. Yeah. And, uh, Rams are super easy to get through. Um, yeah, they had a bad week last week against the Bengals. That was actually the only game I was unfortunately not able to catch even a bit of, cause I was at a concert. Did get to finish the Eagles game before the, the event sevenfold went on, which was nice. Uh, but Matt Stafford, you still, you can still start him if you need him. Um, I personally think that you probably have a better option. He's not getting the fantasy points that you're, you know, expecting what Matt Stafford has done in the past, but he's throwing the ball a shit ton. And Puka and Tutu Atwell are both startable at any given moment, even in bad games, as you see from last week with 12 and 17 points in PPR. And then Kyron Williams, yeah, not the best game on the ground for him, but he is still the only running back on this team. Uh, Ernest Jones, obviously, to get a little bit of work. Uh, but it's not enough to scare me off of, or not Ernest Jones, my bad. Um, who's their who's their backup running back? I don't even know. I don't even care. It's Kyron Williams, Ronnie Rivers. I was my about bad. To say, yeah, I was about to say no, nobody. Um, the only thing that worries me for the Rams is they have Kyron Williams um, returning punts and kicks, which I'm just like I've never seen a starting running back on a football team as the punt returner and kick returner. But yeah, here we are. Rams yeah, are doing it. That oh. comes down to that's what happens when you trade all of your stars for uh players that uh are gone now. Uh so you gotta you gotta do some weird shit with your punt return. I don't know how you don't have a fourth string wide receiver, but whatever. For sure. Billy did say last week, Joe says on our YouTube, because he couldn't be here this week, but he's infesting the YouTube section. Says Billy did say last week to start two two over Garrett Wilson. And it did work out because Garrett Wilson sucks, but we'll get to that. Joe, skipping ahead of games. All right, who wins this game? I think the Rams. I, I don't I know. I think this is actually Anthony. a really good game. I would not put any money on either side. No, I wouldn't either. I don't trust Anthony Richardson fully, but at the same time, like him from 12 yards out is almost as money as Jalen Hurts was last season. Like you feel that he's going to get it. But at the same time, I don't know. Like, I just don't trust him throwing the I, ball. I think Minshew starts this game. I think they try not to get him back-to-back concussions like Tua did last year. Um, I hope he does because they need to teach Anthony Richardson how to take a hit. Like, that's that's the that's the thing. Fair enough. Well, I, I'll go with I'll go with the Rams just for shits and gigs. I don't really care. Okay. Not put money on it. We're we're just randomly picking games here, Josh. Um, all right. Next one's Baltimore versus Cleveland. I am actually, this is the first time I'm going to say this all season. 
I don't know if I would start any Baltimore player. I don't think I would because, look, Cleveland's defense is stiflingly good this season. They've only allowed 21 total first downs. 21 first downs they've allowed in three games of NFL football. That's like a seven a game. The second closest to them is at 40. Like, yeah, I don't. But my don't my know. problem with this is is they played injured Joe Burrow, Kenny Pickett, and then Tannehill. So I'm not saying that they this defense isn't stifling. They are phenomenal. Like I'm not starting Gus Edwards. I definitely they not shut down Derrick Henry. Like I understand that. that. I'm not starting a running back, but I do. I think you have to start Lamar Jackson. I don't think you're excited about it. I don't think you're expecting a 30 point performance. But I think Lamar Jackson on his own with his hundred yard rushing last week. I mean proves that he can break down different defenses as well. Um, wide receiver wise, I mean, Zay Flowers, and that's Zay it. Flowers and Mark Andrews, you can start still, obviously. But honestly, what, what this game is going to be, this is going to be Justin Tucker's breakout game. He's had really bad start this year. I know <laughs> we don't ever talk about kickers on this, but you know, his five, five, 10, five points that he's had throughout the, the year so far has been pretty mediocre for kicker. <laughs> Justin Tucker with like two 50 yard bombs, a 60 yarder, and like two more field goals to boot with it. Like, Literally with the pun. Uh, but yeah, no, I honestly, yeah, I'm not excited about starting anyone. Say Flowers can if you need to. Um, you should probably have better options. Um, but he is Lamar Jackson's favorite. Hey, if you're in a PPR like, league, Zay Flowers is the guy. Like that guy catches eight, nine balls a game, and you're at least going to get those points in a PPR league. Very true. And on the other side, Cleveland, uh, we got uh, Sean Watson who has to throw the football and Guess what? He's not actually terrible when he does it. Uh, he did draw a questionable tag this week. Um, not What was it? L- limited shoulder. Uh, yeah, that's going to happen whenever you have to throw the football. Uh, obviously, he played Tennessee, who's, who's super easy against the pass for some reason. Um, but this is the thing about Deshaun Watson. I didn't expect him to be great, uh, but now he has to throw the ball. Yes, he has Jerome Ford. Yes, he has Kareem Hunt, but it's not Nick Chubb. So the running backs are yeah. going to be involved, obviously, but Deshaun Watson, it's going to come down to the shoulders of Deshaun Watson, which is ironically the injury he has right now. So uh, against Baltimore's defense, not super exciting this week. I, I personally would be sitting him if I had the chance. Uh, Baltimore's defense has been phenomenal as well, and Kyle Hamilton off the edge uh, is going to sack him a couple times probably. So, uh, But on the other hand, Amari Cooper, did, did you see the fucking bullshit touchdown ripped away from Amari Cooper where they refs blew I the did. whistle? Whistle. Uh, what the fuck the was that? Yeah. Swallow the whistle. Let it go, man. He's still gonna get a touchdown later, which was fine, but like that was a sixty yard touchdown. Though. Yeah, that was a sixty I mean, yard touchdown. Two. And yeah, that's ridiculous. But Elijah Moore. Now this has been fun so far. Now I'll give you the yardage is a little concerning because he's not getting a ton, but he is an amazing safety blanket for Deshaun Watson so far. And uh, you know, he's been a guy that he can trust. Uh, going over the middle. And I think that's kind of something he's needed. Yeah. I think he targeted Elijah Moore like four times before he even threw to Amari Cooper in that game too. So, um, yeah, just, and then Kyle's Kyle's favorite and Joku was not, was, hasn't been it this week or this year so far. Um, droppable I, by the way. Uh, droppable. yeah. Kind of, kind of, I, I feel like you could keep him on, on one more week and see what happens, but, uh, probably not. So just might as well just get rid of him. And then Kareem Hunt was actually a lot more involved than I expected. Um, yeah, for week one, for sure. Yeah, for week one coming back. I mean, obviously, he knows the playbook at least relatively well, but seven seven touches was pretty phenomenal for him. Um, excited to see it. Uh, but Jerome Ford, uh, managers, you're still – that's still the lead back. He's still going to get the majority of the carries. 
It may not have looked like it in the last game, but that's Tennessee's defense for you, man. That that rush defense is the best, might be the best in the league. So. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Don't Jerome Ford's still good to go. I know you spent all your free agent dollars on him. Like, don't fret. I mean, luckily you got two touchdowns, so he, he made up for it anyway. But there's no reason to to freak out. Yeah. So. Pretty much start your guys. You have to Elijah Moore is not quite there yet, in my opinion, but you never know when he can bust one loose. Uh, but it, basically it's a Mario Cooper drum Ford here. If you have to start people, uh, cream hunt in a pinch, uh, and Elijah Moore in a pinch Deshaun Watson. If you have to, for sure, Cleveland's a better team. They win. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Baltimore. Actually, Justin Tucker wins the game with six field goals. That wouldn't shock me. If this game ends nine to six, I'll be like, yeah, that, that, that tracks. I'm glad no, they I hit said, this one in six the... field goals. That's, oh. that. That's 18. <laughs> 18, 18, okay. 18, 17, two touchdowns, maybe for Cleveland, maybe one touchdown and a two point conversion and a few extra field. Goals. It's going to be a field goal game, man, for sure. Okay. Well, I hope the ball, I hope Baltimore wins, but I don't know about that. Joe bringing questionable content into the comment section. And we're banned. All right. And to the next game, uh, we got Minnesota versus Carolina. This should just be a riveting, riveting performance for these people. Uh, let me go ahead and clear up Minnesota for you guys. Cause now, nah, you know, I'm a Carolina. I want to challenge. Uh, Miles Sanders is startable. I every week. And well, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. He got a questionable tag today. He just popped up on the injury report. So that's something to watch. I mean, obviously, but I'm just telling you, you're starting him every week, no matter what. He's getting enough oh. work in the passing game and the running game, even against bad matchups, which this isn't one, by the way. This is a phenomenal matchup for them. Minnesota's defense might be the worst in the league. Uh, maybe not quite, but it's pretty bad. Uh, so Miles Sanders, if playing, of course. But that does bring you to Chuba. Uh, you can play Chuba Hubbard if you need to, if Sanders is gone. So uh, should be available in a lot of leagues at this point. I think everybody gave up on him after uh, his you know, mediocre performances so far. And mm-hmm. Mr. Adam Thielen revenge game against the Vikings with 14 targets last week of 140 yards. I didn't think he could do better than week two. I had five, 50 yards and a touchdown. I was like, yep, that's well, it. That's, that's what we're there's a, there was a significant quarterback change that helped a lot with Bryce young being out. Um, Super fair. The red rifle was able to get in there and he's like, Hey, there's a really good wide receiver over here. Why don't we use him that much? And the coaches were like, holy shit, Adam Thielen's on this team? I didn't even know that. And, you know, we get what we happened last week. Well, Bryce Young also did targeted them pretty heavily in the second game. Uh, but, yeah, week one, I don't think there was any throwing involved. Uh, pretty sure that they were just kind of scrambling about out there. So, uh, anyway, I, I think Thielen is 100% startable. Hopefully you went out and got him. Uh, I know I know Billy did in yeah. one of our leagues. So, um, DJ Chark is also startable. And I think this is going to mm-hmm. switch at some point when Bryce Young actually gets comfortable back there. Um, Mingo, even though still trying to be a still thing, out. I think he's still out. I, th- I think he's questionable he's at the moment, but yeah, I'm just saying like Mingo still, still want, they want him to be involved heavily, but DJ Chark with a touchdown, some deep balls, uh, DJ Chark, if Bryce Young can get comfortable with that, DJ Chark can be a great player. I don't know why they can only use him on deep throws, but just wanted to get that through. Um, uh, and then Hayden Hurst, uh, dropped down back down to earth after, uh, a good week and an okay week. And then now it's just yeah. like, yeah, no, that was just, that was a flash in the pan sucks um all right on to the panther or not panthers the viking side of things hawkinson obvious start Kirk cousins is having a great season he's just not able to actually win a football game which is the best uh, part had a absolute fright with justin jefferson in that last game on the last drive he like goes down with a non-contact ended up just being a cramp thank god 
Um, that was that was a, a miracle that he didn't get fully injured. But yeah, so you're starting Jefferson, starting Cousins, starting Hawkinson, starting Addison. Now the running back. They hate Madison. Madison's last chance was, I think, in this last game. I think that was because they had Cam Akers who got traded there. He was inactive for the game. So this was the chance for Madison to come out and really like put his stamp on the position. The Chargers are a terrible run defense, so this was going to be his big game. And he basically fumbled it away. So he had 20 carries for 90 yards, no touchdowns, five catches on seven targets as well. I mean, it was but fine. It should, but just, against the Chargers defense, it should have been more. They yeah. want more. And that that's the problem with Madison. That's been Madison's whole, almost his entire career. It, these performances are fine when you're a backup. When you're the actual start, when you're actually leading the backfield, you can't have performances like that. So I think Cam Akers is going to get a decent shot this week. It might still be 50-50, but I think they want Cam Akers to be the person for the job. Yeah, I just want to get back to the checks. It's been a while. Uh, Dynasty Pylon says, what's up, guys? And said, hit the like. It's free. It's effing free is what he it's said. It's free. Yes. Thumbs up. Hit the thumbs up. It literally up doesn't hurt you. Also, please. if you hate us, don't tell us. We, we It will hurt our uh, mask, fragile mask. Well, write it in the chat first. Today. And then, and then. Yeah, write it in the chat first. And then give us a like, too, for, like, pity or something. Like, ah, man, that fucking guy's annoying. But, like, at the same time, there was some informational content here. Speaking uh, of I, things that aren't free but are appreciated, Joe Wiggins put uh, $1.99. No message with the $1.99. We love the donation, Joe. Thank you. Yeah, um, you didn't even ask us a question. I guess you can ask us a question later whenever you want. I, I appreciate you doing that, Joe. You know what we do, though. I'd ride him. Yeah. To that donation. Um, I really want to choose uh, Carolina to win this game, but I just don't <laughs> oh think it's God. possible. God. If because... Carolina wins this game... It's going to be Armageddon in Minnesota. There's already talks that Minnesota might trade Kirk Cousins because of the, the contract and they need to start the rebuild and everything. That would be the nail in the coffin if, if they lost to Carolina. But, like, at the same time, like, I, I'm, I'm the biggest Kirk Cousins hater out there. It's not Kirk Cousins' fault. It's the defense's fault. It's not. They just want to start the rebuild, though. Like that, I understand. That, it's just about starting the rebuild of the team and getting Kirk Cousins shipped off so that they don't win games and they can get Caleb Williams is, you know, a part of it. Because, I mean, Caleb, if Caleb Williams comes into the league and he gets to immediately start with Justin Jefferson, I mean, <laughs> how could he turn that down? He's got, got to be there. Yeah, at the, at the moment, it looks like it might be a possibility. So, For sure. Uh, I'm anyway, going to pick Minnesota. I think yeah. they, they stopped the slide, but, um, yeah, definitely. Dynasty Pylon in the chat says, doing IDP question mark. We are. Not, not necessarily during the game previews. We have a separate podcast for that, but we will answer questions if you put them in the chat. And he says Jermaine Pratt or Kaiser White at flex. Kaiser White, 100% until further notice. I'll have to Cardinals. agree. This, the Arizona defense has been phenomenal, which we were hoping it would be that, but we weren't sure when Gannon got there. But Gannon's got those boys working, and Kaiser White has been very good this season. He would be my pick. 100%. 100%, as Billy says. Uh, on to the next sure. game. Uh, another barn burner here. We got Cincinnati taking on Tennessee. And as we kind of did talk about in the IDP podcast, which will be out on Friday, by the way, so feel free to check that on out. It'll be on YouTube and on the pods as well. Um, Joe Burrow, not 
excited about Joe Burrow at the moment. I, I think anyone who has him at the moment is probably sitting him if they have the choice. Hopefully they went out and got a Stroud or a Love or one of those one of those quarterbacks who wasn't really rostered. Um, but it's it's tempting to play him against Tennessee because you have to throw to beat Tennessee. Yeah. Um, obviously, Jamar Chase, you're firing up every week. T. Higgins will get his as soon as Joe Burrow gets back on track. Um, I just want to let you know, obviously, he had a big week, week two. Uh, but he, the T. Higgins managing has got to be frustrating at the moment. Uh, and then Tyler Boyd is pretty much, you know, exactly what he's always been. You're not really starting him, but if you need to kind of situation or as kind of a handcuff to Chaser Higgins. Uh, yeah, and Joe Mixon, I mean, I would think about sitting him. Nobody's doing anything against Tennessee. There's no running back that yeah. has had over 50 yards against Tennessee at this point. I would say Justin, if you, because most teams, you probably don't have a better option like yeah. on your bench. So you're probably going to have to play him, but you're just going to have to go in kind of knowing Mixon's probably due for a, a dud this week, unfortunately. He'll, he'll, he'll probably sneak into the end zone and get a nine or a 10 like he's been doing. But on the off chance that he goes out there and gets zero, if you have a, a, a better option and you might maybe Roshan Johnson's on your team and you could put him in there and we will, uh, we will talk about him in a little bit. So. For sure. All right, just to catch up on the chat, Joe puts Burks is scoring this week. We'll get to that in one second because I think you might be right. Ruguru says, Joey B is killing my Higgins stock. No joke. Uh, Dynasty Pylon says, love the Joe. Thanks, guys. First time catching you guys live, long-time listener. Well, Dynasty Pylon, thank you for stopping in, or if you're here to just hang out, we appreciate that too. Bring on the questions. Ruguru says, at Dynasty Pylon, what up? These oh, these guys have been my favorite three years now. Well, thank you, Ru. We appreciate all the love. All right. On to the Tennessee Titans. It was a bad, bad week last week. It was kind of the classic Tannehill game. You were waiting for it. Kind of waiting for it. Week one was bad. Week two, he looked better against the Chargers. And then week three, it was the classic Tannehill game. Um, look, they didn't really have an opportunity to run last week that much. Derrick Henry was completely stifled last week. Ty J. Spears was actually on the field more than Derrick Henley last week. And that might be more of like, hey, they're down and they're going to have to catch up. And Derrick Henry's not the guy Tajay is. But at the same time, I don't think either of the guys are particularly like super startable right now. Now, again, Cincinnati, you'll, I think you're going to have a better opportunity with Derrick Henry. But at the same time, I think the, the beginning of Derrick Henry's demise is upon us, Josh. It's unfortunate, but I think we're there. I hope not. I'm hoping I'm hoping when it gets colder, we're back to the Derrick Henry days. I just I can't I it's the last of an era. You know what I mean? I hope so, too. And I think it'll be matchup dependent. But I Cincinnati's got a pretty darn good pass rush. Um, Receiving wise, DeAndre Hopkins is a start. It's not been what we've wanted so far. I still have no idea why DeAndre Hopkins picked to go to the Titans. He had to know this as well. That offense worked. But I mean, they gave him the most money, I guess. Um, and then Joe says Traylon Burks is going to score this week. I'm going to go ahead and say, we'll see. Cause I kind of like the cornerbacks for Cincinnati this week. And I, I don't know. I, I just don't think it's going to be a good offensive performance again. I think it's going to be better than against the Browns, but not going to be great. Also coming um, out with a knee issue, which isn't a great start to this game either. So, and then Ruguru in the chat says, "Is Chig droppable?" And oh, yes, dude, three weeks ago he was droppable. I think I dropped yeah. him. Week Dynasty, two. not so much. No, but yeah, in redraft, don't. don't uh, let don't. me go ahead and just you, clear this up for you. Sit every single Tennessee Titan until further notice. Just kidding. You can except start Hopkins for Hopkins. Yeah, say, except I for know. Hopkins. 
Henry is also startable because you never know what's going to happen, and you don't want that 200 point game on your bench. So, um, it, it's, well, we it's Henry and Hopkins. To 100 first. Well, you know, here we are. Um, I got Cincinnati playing like a real team or at least a real passing team and winning this game. Yeah, Cincinnati wins for sure. Cool. And uh, not that we have gotten here yet, but let's talk about a little Tampa Bay, New Orleans, down to Rougarou's home state, city, whatever, all the things. Uh, first, I'm going to get into Tampa Bay, and I'm going uh, to let Billy take New Orleans. Uh, Baker gave it his best shot against the Eagles. You know, he had a hot start to the season. Uh, Eagles stuck it to him. Um, and yeah, no, he didn't, he didn't have a very good day. I honestly did get to watch most of that game. Very excited. Mike Evans, on the other hand, that one handed grab was the sexiest catch I've seen all year. And there's been some pretty good catches, uh, specifically Olave, which I'm sure you'll get to, uh, here shortly, but, uh, no, just Mike Evans, just phenomenal. He is clearly Baker's favorite target and he is going to continue to be, uh, still a little disappointed in Godwin, but you're starting him nonetheless. I mean, 10 points in fantasy is not the worst thing you can possibly get. Did catch that two point conversion as well. And then Rashad White had no chance this week. So please start him again. It's not it's not the end of him yet. He's still got he's still got this workload. It's still there. Um, New Orleans run defense can be a little stifling as well, but it's not like it's impossible to get yardage against this. And Rashad White should be involved enough to get some points. And then K. Dotton. Oh, sorry, I was just gonna finish up. K. Dotton is not really startable at the moment, but I do want I do want to uh, talk about this and maybe maybe trade for him in Dynasty. Uh Maybe people saw that second game, got excited. Maybe people aren't excited at all. Maybe you can get something for KDOT, and I think he's going to be a part of this future. So, For sure. I was just going to say about Rashad White, like the, this is why you, you pay running backs. Um, Rashad White's good. He needs another running back there to maybe like push him and make him better. And I think that's Leonard Fournette, which isn't there anymore. But I just – he he's not that guy and like literally when they lined up when the eagles got that safety last week when they lined up you knew they were going to run it and you just knew rashad white wasn't going to be able to bust through the line he wasn't going to be able to dodge a tackle you knew the safety was coming as soon as they made that interception at the one i was like this isn't going to go well like if baker doesn't throw an interception it's going to be a safety because they can't run past the i just it's a disaster right now and they just need a better running back. <laughs> yeah, I actually couldn't hear the audio because I was at the game or I was at the concert. And they were, it was very loud, but I was staring at the screen because I'm a fucking nerd and I love football and it was the opener and they were kind of bad. So, uh, but yeah, no, the safety was just like I, I, the interception I thought was going to be uh, in the red zone or in the end zone. But it when it, they brought it out to the one, I was like, oh, yeah, that's our, our run. No, it no fucking was... way. No, I would like because they were like, "Oh man, he threw a pick," and I like everybody at the bar I was. I was like, "I was like, no, that's that's not good. That's not a good thing that that just happened." Um, yeah, not so good. Um, I'll take this question and then get to New Orleans real quick. DP on YouTube says, "Desperation tight end Hurst or Logan Thomas?" Oof, oof, that is that is pure desperation. Um, I probably go. I probably go Hurst, which sucks, but like. Logan Thomas is competing with like Bates and a couple other tight ends for the number one spot. So you're kind of just hoping he gets in the end zone. Whereas Hurts isn't fighting anybody for tight end targets in Carolina. And not to mention can be an easy down target for uh Bryce young. Who's probably back yeah. this week. So I'd probably go Hurts Cause he's probably going to play uh conservative. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. All right, New Orleans, um, due for a Jameis Winston performance this week. That is going to be very interesting with Derek Carr being out a couple weeks. Uh, who knows what kind of Jameis Winston we're going to get. He didn't look great in this last game. He's going to get a full week of work now, but hopefully he comes in and is actually pretty good. I still think you're definitely starting Olave. Michael Thomas has kind of come back to earth. Um, and then we get our guy back, Alvin Kamara. I would definitely throw Alvin Kamara in there. I think he can, you know, get some work done. That new, uh, The Tampa Bay defense was letting Swift just destroy them. So this will be a good chance for Alvin Kamara to come right back in and have a good week. And then as far as the tight ends go, Jimmy Graham scored a touchdown. You hated seeing that if you were a <laughs> did so Johnson fan. But um, I, I think you probably have a different option, but um, hope for the best. Yeah, uh, Kamara definitely, obviously, going to be leaned on heavily here. I will say that uh, Tampa Bay, other than Swift, uh, has stifled running backs. Obviously, this is Madison and Chicago's running back combo, so it wasn't like there was a huge option there. But, um, yeah, it's it's not great for Kamara, but they're going to have to lean on him because Jameis did look bad. I will say Jameis looked good on the first couple plays, and he was just – I think he was just scared to throw an interception. like yeah, just because he was. He used to be that guy, and he's like, I don't want to be that guy anymore. And he tried to hold on, play game manager, and it didn't work. He should have played a little bit more aggressively and end up getting the hell. Sorry, Rue. And as Rue says, 400 yards and four picks. So probably fair. Sounds about right. All right. Eric puts on YouTube, should I trade DJ Moore for Nico Collins, even though I have Tank Dell on my team? I'd consider it. Nico Collins looks great this year. Um he, he finally had a bad week last week, bad, quote-unquote, bad week last week. Um, I would probably do it. I know Joe is going to say no because he's a bear at heart, but, like, I would probably consider it. I actually – I'll actually – I'll do the I'll do the Joe take here. Uh, DJ Moore is, like, the one shining bright spot on Chicago, though, is the only thing. That's why well, I don't keep him. And is, I, it, is it bright? Shining, shining is, 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 is tough. Bright is also tough, but – the Isn't one person right. who's getting enough to where you can actually start him week in and week out. And yes, he got saved by a touchdown last week. And yes, week one didn't look good. But at the same time, DJ Moore is going to get fed. Um, and if you already have Tank Dell, Tank Dell had a way better game last week than Nico Collins. I'm not saying he's going to be better in the future. I'm just saying you're you're splitting targets at that point, in my opinion. Like, I would rather just keep Tank. You got the new weapon, shiny toy. Nico's obviously good. Or play both. I mean, I don't know. I just I, It's hard to trust a rookie quarterback like that for me. Hey, CJ Stroud, so far this season, this has been that's my phenomenal. take. I'd ride him. Yeah, that's been CJ Stroud this entire beginning of the season so far. All right. Answer DP and then get back. PPR, bench one, James Cook, Kyron Puka, or Jameer Gibbs? Gibbs. Yeah, I think I'm going Gibbs as well. Um, main reason I'm doing this is not because Monty of last be week. Back or Monty being back, it's not even that to me. It's that it's a Thursday night game. And whenever you have a bad Thursday night game, you have to stare it for four days. But the same thing is, if he does really good and you sit him, it's going to hurt as well. So 
Um, and it's James Cook against Miami. That might be if you need a secondary option. Um, that would be yeah. One. James Cook could be a sit. I forgot they were playing Miami. I haven't gotten there yet. So um, Joe says Kyron, but I he's starting running back, and there's nobody else getting any carries. So yeah, I think that's you're fair. fine against the Colts. All right, on to the next. Oh, who wins that game? Uh, I got. I'm Rue's here. I'm gonna go New Orleans. Sorry, Rue. I'm going Tampa. Um, all right, oh, on to Miami up. versus Buffalo. Look. Miami had a hell of a week last week. We're not going to hide from that fact. They scored 10 touchdowns. It was insane. Doesn't mean they're all spot. You know, they're not all starts the entire team. You definitely are going to start Tyreek Hill. We don't need to say anything about that. Jalen Waddle still a start. We're in Buffalo guys. So like you can't start both a Chan, which is what he says he wants to be called a Chan. I thought it was a Chan. Well, I thought so too, but then he put the correct pronunciation as a Chan. And Raheem Mostert, you're starting Mostert. Most of what happened with a Chan was kind of random. And I don't think that that's something you can count on for week to week. I know somebody in your league went out and spent, probably blew their entire budget on 175. Yep. Yes. And I know that happened. And he is still like a flex consideration, but before this game, he only had like nine points, so or nine yards, I think. Either nine yards or nine points. And so it wasn't super usable, and I think that's kind of where he's more going to live. It's the Raheem Mostert's offense. The game last week just got out of hand. So I don't know if I would start a Chan this week. I just want to see the split again and against the Buffalo defense. Uh, been stout as all, all hell, and we've noticed that. Uh, this game's going to be a different game. Like, I, I think that this is where Miami really gets tested. Um, the yeah. good news is, is Josh Allen will inevitably throw a 40 yard pass for an interception. So it'll be like a punt, <laughs> yeah. basically, because uh, that happens every week. But um, yeah, I think you still start your stars here. Uh, I think, honestly, personally, if I'm just going to be honest here, I think Mostert and Achan both have bad weeks. And I think it's like that disappointing waiver wire pickup. And then people drop a chain again, and then you go get them two weeks later. Just so. just a weird thought that I have. I'm not saying sit either one of them. Um, I can understand why you would start both of them in a lineup. So uh, just yeah. tough game here. Uh, getting into Buffalo, um, it's Josh Allen season. You got to start him every week. Uh, it, it doesn't look pretty, but the, the ending stat line usually does. So you're usually pretty happy. Uh, Miami's defense is not soft by any means, but the fact of the matter is people have to score points to get with them. So don't let those opponent ranks on ESPN or anywhere else fool you uh this is not a middle of pack defense this defense is actually really good they're just playing soft because they're up by 50 points which we've talked about uh the number one person that uh i would start if i had the choice uh james cook who's actually being fed um is just actually getting what a workload should look like uh still hasn't gotten 20 carries yet but he has gotten 20 touches which is more than singletary ever got on this team i'm pretty sure so um Gabe Davis still flashing the pan kind of one day he's getting a touchdown, uh, one play, one touchdown, one, six targets, one touchdown. Uh, I'm never starting uh, Gabe Davis and saying, Hey, you have to start him each week, but if you had to do it, this would be the week to do it. Cause it got to get touchdowns to keep up with Miami. Uh, and then Stefan Diggs, you already know you're starting. Um, and Dawson Knox is still the leading tight end here. I, I don't care what you say, but I don't want to start either one of them. Dalton Kincaid is nothing more than a dynasty stash at the moment. So yeah, no, this offense is kind of disgusting right now as far as, like, there's just so many people that are getting work, and that's just doesn't lead to good things when it comes to fantasy football. So that sucked. 
Uh, we got a question in the chat, a uh, little off topic, a little bit behind us, but we will talk about it. Tutu Atwell or Christian Watson. Uh, we said both start both of these guys so far in the in the podcast. Uh, do you have a choice here who you'd rather choose? I would probably lean Tutu. Um, I do think, well, the way they're using him in the run game is kind of interesting too. And then when they, they got down to the one and need to throw a pass, who did he want to throw to? It was Tutu Atwell. So I would probably go that way because I don't know what Christian Watson is going to look like back game one on Thursday night football. Like I, it's too much too soon. I, I, he probably is going to go off and make me look stupid, but I just don't, I don't trust him yet. hundred percent. I just didn't want to be the one person who said that. Cause uh, that's also how I feel. I just like, let's see it first. Christian Watson. Also, if you listen to any off season takes from me, not a big fan of Christian Watson. So the bias on to the next game, the most exciting football game of the week, Denver versus Chicago, the trash bowl to see who might get the first round draft pick this year. Uh, Cause it might be the one win for either one oh. of these teams. Well, you say that, but Denver doesn't have theirs. So, Oh, rip. Sorry, Russell Wilson. That didn't work. <laughs> yeah. It's going to Seattle. All right. Well, Seattle might have the first round pick in the draft and that could just only make this team better. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I'll get into Chicago and I want to talk about the, the, the exciting moments. So, Roshan Johnson got the official start and looked okay while doing it for a team playing Kansas City who went down really early and didn't have a chance to touch the ball much. But 4.8 yards per carry in a game like that, and not to mention like 6 yards per carry on the season, or I guess probably like 5.5 yards per carry on the season, and being involved in the pass game. Yes, this team is bad, but this is the week you actually would start Roshan Johnson because Denver's also really bad against the run. I don't know if you noticed, but they gave up like 400 rushing yards and like 17 touchdowns on the ground. Uh, yeah, that's a bit of a, a stat line that isn't real. Was well, 350 on the ground, so you weren't far off. Uh, I knew the number. I knew the yardage was there, but the touchdowns were a little excessive. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, Herbert has just been okay. And it's not even like he's bad. Roshan's just outshining him, which is actually really yeah. upsetting because like, Khalil Herbert was such a steal and a gem. Like, I mean, both of these guys were late round draft picks. It's not like you spent too much to get them, but it's just sad because it's not like Khalil Herbert's doing bad. It's bears are doing bad and it's sad. Uh, DJ Moore, uh, Justin Fields. Uh, this is going to be the Justin Fields game where he shows, Hey, look, I am a quarterback against the worst defense in the league. And look, I can't play football. I would not start him personally, but I feel like this is that one pop-off game that you're going to get 40, 50 points from Justin Fields. If there's that chance. If you were going to start Justin Fields, this is the game you start him in. Just saying, Billy. Stop shaking your head. No, this team's uh, a dumpster fire. I'm not starting anybody on this team. If you tell people to start people people from the Bears, you're just doing them a disservice. I mean, this is the closest game they're going to be in all year, man. I'm trying to be polite here to the fans. Uh, but yeah, so we're, DJ, it's the worst team in football. DJ Moore's a start. Justin Fields, if you have to, or if you really believe me with my 40-point game. And Roshan Johnson is a sneaky start. I'm starting him in Dynasty. Uh, I'm going to play him in a couple leagues just to see what happens, roll the dice. Uh, but everyone else is on the bench. Darnell Mooney had that one big game, gone. Komet, pretty mediocre. Honestly, doing okay for a tight end, but not great enough to start. So I'm, I'm getting to the point where I don't even know how much longer Justin Fields is going to be a starter in the NFL because even when he leaves whatever this team, I don't even know what happens when he gets to the next team, how he's going to be good for them. He can't read a defense. 
I mean, I don't awful. disagree with you, but don't you think that this is a little bit on the offensive line and the team itself? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I watched that Bears game, and he can't literally – he's not processing the field correctly. He's not using his reads. If he's – he goes through film study every week. He The offensive coordinator has to be pulling his Does hair he? out on the sideline because – Literally, like he will see an open man and he's too scared to throw the ball. He wants to run and they're not designing any runs for him because they want to see if he can pass. And it's just a clusterfuck. I don't want anything to do with this offense. It's a disaster right now. I'm wondering how long he starts, honestly. Hey, man. Jesus. I was just saying it's the one week you get to start him. No, I hate, I hate, I hate, well, I'm starting to hate the Bears and I, I know Joe hates him. I'm, I'm starting to hate him too. I actually um, like the Bears, so I like to root for him. But yeah, it was sad. On on to Denver. Uh, look, Russell Wilson is kind of is what it is at this point. It, it, it is what it QB is. QB six. Yeah, I know. And it's <laughs> it's just, it doesn't feel like it, but uh, you know that that's where we're at right now. So there wasn't a lot of highlights in that twenty point or you know twenty point performance in this last game when they're losing by seventy. I do like what I've seen from Javante Williams. It looks like he is for sure the number one. But when they're down, they bring in Samaji Ryan for some weird reason, and he gets all this run, and it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, the, the starts from this game are going to be Cortland Sutton, Javante Williams, Russell Wilson, Jerry Judy is finally back. I kind of like Marvin Mims in a flex capacity. Um He's not a guy you're going to trust every week, but in a game like this where I think he can cook the Bears, he's going to get one 50-yard touchdown. Like, that's just going to happen at least one time. seems right. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, I mean, the, right. the, the lack of targets makes no sense. I did actually see something, a report came out that they said they're going to get more targets to him, and I'm like, just do it. He's like your lone bright spot other than Sutton catching everything that you're throwing at him, which is also what we thought was going to happen like two years ago with Sutton. Uh, but, yeah, I mean – for sure. Mims looks phenomenal. No offense to Jerry Judy. It's not like he looks bad. Russell Wilson looks terrible, but you're getting these bombs. I'm not saying take a shot every, every time, but like get him more involved. See if you can get him out of the backfield. See if you can do other different things with Marvin Mims. It looks phenomenal from him. What we're seeing is amazing so far. And on the one, really the lone bright spot on this team, but Javante should cook against the bears run defense. I sure hope so. This will be a good chance for him to get back in the fold. Um, all right. All right. I don't care who wins. They're both bad. Denver teams. wins, but I think Chicago. Um, I'll take the Bears then. That's fine. I want to. Would love those. Chicago winning. All right, we'll catch up on a few of these comments. Uh, Fortune Football says flex Gibbs or Addison this week. I'm going Addison. You're going. I, I could. I could go Gibbs personally, um, especially okay. if Jamal's out. If Jamal's out. Fifty fifty fine. Uh, Fortune not says. If you're not a big fan of Christian Watson, then you must be a Joey Porter hater, which actually, no, Josh loves Joey Porter. Do you love me some Joey uh, Porter? Rougarou says Tank Dell or DJ Moore. It's Tank Dell by a million, bajillion, fulfillion miles. 100%. Um, and even yeah. Fortune Football said it's Delph a show. Yeah, Delph a show. And then Rougarou says I have Mims also just waiting for some consistency. Oh, yeah, yeah, me Delph. too. And he's the 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 ceiling is non-existent which i think russell wilson actually said this week which is funny that i just said that but yeah denver wins yep but i i picked the bears but yes they probably win okay. all right now into my my guys uh that's washington versus philadelphia uh if you guys our remember guys. last what our guys our guys my apologies yes sorry i forgot uh billy is now a, Phil- a converted philadelphia eagles fan even though they beat fly eagles Rachel, fly which is a little weird um so Let's stop talking about the hate of 
Well, the Eagles don't look the same. They're three and zero, and they just stifled the the Buccaneers, who probably thought that they were going to do something for a second. Uh, let's just calm down on the hate. I will say, let's remember last year, uh, Washington did beat the Eagles. So I, I'm, no game is a wash. No game is an easy game by any means. Uh, but Jalen Hurts and the the receiving core should cook this week. No, DeAndre Swift doesn't need any help cooking. He's already doing it all on his own. Goddard, AJ Brown, Hurts, Devontae Smith. DeAndre Swift, Blankenship, Zach Cunningham. They're all starts. Yeah, I got into defense events. I, I like it. Fortune Football put uh, bullshit with the Joey Porter stuff. I was there for the draft shows. He's pulling receipts, Josh. He says that you hated Joey Porter. I, did, I, I think I just didn't I like him. I feel like you just like him. You like him now. You didn't like him then. Did I not like him during the draft previews? I guess not. I'm sorry. Maybe I just didn't think that that was a good spot for him to be drafted in. I'm he went to the second I did, round. I so technically, I was right. That he wasn't a first rounder, which I mean, by the legal I was right. So what? Like, what legal is the definition? Hate? You're right. Nah, you hate him. Let's just put, let's just be real. Um. All right. And on yeah, to just to just to add the Eagles real quick. Uh, Sydney did show up with the pass block, but uh, he I think he got injured after that play actually too. So he, I think they pulled him out after. It was but, good uh, to see Sydney Brown in that game for the Eagles. All right. Yeah. On to, on to Washington, who crashed back down to earth last week, which made total incomplete sense. Sam Howell looked like the absolute mm-hmm. terrible quarterback that I've said he's been for this entire offseason. He just somehow was able to pull shit out of his ass the first two weeks. And one of those games was against Denver, by the way, which should have told us uh, – it should have been a warning sign for when they faced the Dolphins. But they went against Buffalo. He threw four picks. He was just terrible the entire game. And I think that is that is them. And they're playing a good team again. I think we're going to get a, uh, a very brutal – beat down of Sam Howell this week. I know it's a division game. I know these usually get weird and funky, but I just think the Eagles are going to roll over this kid. He is not ready for this. And for that reason, I I don't really have many starts from this game other than Brian Robinson. And even that I'm a little nervous about. Yeah. I mean, Brian Robinson should get fed and it's not like running backs can't run on the Eagles. They just usually don't. Um, so honestly, Terry McLaurin, but he's going to get slay. I mean, McLaurin's actually one of the one people who's been consistent enough in this offense each week. Uh, but yeah, honestly, and everyone, Ish. I meant consistent. I didn't say good. I didn't say good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not the same. Um, same what's going to happen is like Dotson or Curtis Samuel is going to break off a touchdown at some point, or maybe it's McLaurin even, but do you want to take that gamble? I don't. I said every Washington no. player this week, if you can. Definitely. Most Definitely. Uh, Still wins this game. Yep. I uh, gotta do the thing. Continue, continue on with what we're doing. Green shirt is an asshole. Uh, that's me, by the way. I'm, I'm wearing a gray shirt, but there is green on it. So uh, we do have a little bit in there. We all know who he's talking about. Oh, okay. Right. Everybody knows. Pitt versus Houston. Look, Pitt's had a pretty good defense this year. Their offense finally started to find something against the Raiders. I kind of like, I think maybe we need to throw out the first two weeks of Pittsburgh. They played the 49ers and they played the Browns, which are two really good defenses as we've come to find out. And I think what we saw against the Raiders is kind of more of what we actually needed to see from the Steelers. So I kind of like Pickens. I kind of like Pickett actually too. Houston has a good defense, but I think you're going to, you could be at least be able to pass on them a little bit. Um, Ironically, they're better against the run than the pass. 
or like you yeah. can run on them better. You can then you can run on them better than you can pass on them. Actually, fair enough. I still think you said that. Um, Kenny Pickett, good to go in my opinion. Pickens, good to go. Pat Firemuth, good to go. And then we get to the running back situation. Look, guys, I'm just going to be real with you all. They're both bad. They're both not good. These guys wanted to make fun of me before the season that I said Jalen Warren was going to be better than Najee this year. He has been slightly better, but they've both been bad. Like, I can't with a straight face tell you to put either of these guys onto the field, especially Najee Harris. I I can't do it. I cannot do it. Jalen Warren, you might at least get PPR points because he's going to be pass catching. But Najee just doesn't look good at all, and I'm sorry. He just shouldn't be the running back starter much longer. I don't know. Uh, I, I actually have to disagree with you on Najee Harris. I don't think it's these running backs are bad. You I think they're both good running disagree. backs. Disagree. Yes, I disagree. Najee Harris is not a bad running back. This offensive line is bad at run blocking. That's the issue. It's not the running backs. Good running backs can overcome bad offensive lines. And it's Najee Harris did. He had two 15-yard runs whenever there was completely broken plays two weeks ago. So, yes, no, Najee Harris is not a bad running back. It's terrible offensive line. And Kenny Pickett is honestly I better than Najee. I want to make a fireball bet with you. Right now, all right. What do you want? Najee Harris will not have over a 25 yard rush for the entire season. Oh, 100 take that. That's easy. Okay, do you That's... want to take the shot now? No, because it's not going to happen. All right, cool. That's cool. He's only had like two in his career, and I don't think this year, when he's been bad, he's going to actually be able to do it. It's fair. So easy money. Okay, all right, and then I on can't... to Houston. Let's get to them. C.J. Stroud, the man, the myth, the best rookie in the league, uh, has looked phenomenal so far, and I don't see it stopping anytime soon. Uh, not against Pittsburgh's defense, although, yes, T.J. Watt will be in the backfield. Uh, I still think C.J. Stroud has a chance to be a startable quarterback. I don't want to say matchup proof because I know this is a tough defense, but the way he's been playing, it's hard to say, no, absolutely not. I'm not going to start him. So, if you want to feel free. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not starting him just yet. I, I'd like to see a few more weeks of this. Uh, but one thing that Pittsburgh is not great against is the wide receiver, or at least that's who's scoring the points against and running back, which is the really weirdest thing in the world because they're destroying quarterbacks and tight ends, but running backs and wide receivers are getting points. So tank Dell, Nico Collins, both starting in your lineups, Damian Pierce. I get why you'd want to sit him. Um, you see Pittsburgh, you go, oh man, he's not getting much. Uh, the yardage is not looking great. Uh, but sneaking into an end zone and getting 15 points is very possible in a game like this, which should be a pretty close game. You'd like to hope at least. So other than that, Dalton Schultz is just not what I thought he was going to be. Really was hoping for something. Not, not it. You can kind of sad. It's Brevin Jordan. Like Brevin Jordan was on the practice squad. Then he moved to special teams. And now they're just throwing him out there in red zone situations. And it's like Dalton Schultz, you just paid all this money to. What the hell? Yep. Don't understand it. Never will understand some contracts that work out like that. That just seems like a waste of money. Definitely not. Uh, I got Houston surprisingly winning this game. I love that. All right. Ruru says Tank Dell, wide receiver three with a chain as a flex, or Godwin, wide receiver three, tank is flex. Uh, if you want 10 uh, points, put Godwin in. Um, if you want 20 points potential, at least tank Dell or a chain is your guy. The safer play is Godwin. If you really want to risk it for the biscuit, God or uh, a chain. Yeah, but tank Dell. And then Rue says, dude, my league wants a chain for Toyo Toyo. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I could do that. 
I'm if I was the Toyo that. Toyo person, Toyo, I'd take the trade. Toyo Toyo is good. I don't. I I need to see more before I'm willing to make a trade like that. Um. All right. On we go to Las Honda. Vegas versus the Chargers. Um, I will take the Vegas because I think it's a lot easier this week. Uh, pretty big scare with Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not going to lie. I probably should have made, looked and made sure if he's actually going to be out there this week. I can't remember whether it said he's coming back. I don't think he there's got... been an actual word yet, but they're, they're okay. saying he probably won't be. Okay. Well, if he's not out there, I also would like to know who they're actually going to put out there because – if it's Aiden O'Connell, I'm kind of interested in this team a little bit. Um, Devontae is amazing. He, he is just one of the best receivers I've ever seen. I mean, what he was doing last week um, against the Steelers was just incredible. And he seems to be matchup proof, seems to be quarterback proof too. So, I mean, he's going to be a guy. Jacoby Myers, I've liked everything I've seen from him. Um, the concern from Josh Jacobs further, you know, is – just further going up the – I don't even know how to finish that saying. But Flagpole. I'm getting more and more concerned with Josh Jacobs. He's not exactly great this season, and I don't know what to make of that. I think it just comes down to conditioning. They said he worked out at his high school or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But in reality, like, when you miss the offseason program, you don't gel. You don't have that, like, rapport with the team like you do, even though – I mean, this is a mostly new team, too. It's not like it was like he's coming back to the same team as Derek Carr – Monte Adams this is a new quarterback. It's a new, you know, new team. I mean, you can't just like walk back in, you know, you know, and be like, yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm still the same guy. I think it just takes time. Uh, I think he's fine. He's still a great running back. You can't sit him anyway. So it doesn't really matter. I, you can't. I'm just saying I'm concerned and he might be a trade away target. If somebody needs a running back, I would trade for him personally, but I'm weird like All that. Right. So I don't have him, so I can't do that. Um, anyway, back to the Chargers. Uh, Eckler may be back this week, already practicing Wednesday. Um, they said working individual drills, doing normal normal capacity, from my understanding. Uh, obviously, keep an eye on that. But if Eckler's back, you play him. Shocker. Uh, I figure you probably mm-hmm. already know that. Um, obviously, lost Mike Will. Real tough, uh, tough loss for uh, the Chargers. But obviously, as you saw on waivers, which you uh, is already gone, dead and gone at this point, uh, you got Quentin Johnston. You got Joshua Palmer. Quentin Johnson, they were trying to bring on slow. Uh, they don't. They are forced to put him in. Obviously, Josh Palmer has a role already. Um, I I see one of these roles increasing uh, way bigger than the other. Uh, personally, I think it's Quentin Johnston. Uh, Josh Palmer did come in right after you know the Mike Williams injury and, and get some points out of it and was already kind of on the field. Uh, but QJ has been you know playing six or seven snaps a game and still getting targets and plays just to kind of get him comfortable. Herbert is forced to throw the ball to him. So QJ is the mm-hmm. guy. I just want to let everybody know uh, you're not starting him yet, but it's Keenan Allen, Eckler, Herbert. Um, Gerald Everett's not what we thought he was going to be. Um, I hope you guys realize that, that this is just a, it's going to be a random thing, but he will probably target be. Share might, target share just, might have opened up. I was just about to say his, his role will probably boost these next couple of weeks though, just because of comfortability. Um, Josh Palmer is startable at the moment. Um, I, I personally wouldn't if you have better options, but Palmer should be startable for the next couple of weeks, but as QJ kind of learns the role, but do not be expect, do not be shocked when you see the QJ breakout. Yeah, it's coming. Um, Chargers win this game. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go with that as well, just because of Jimmy Garoppolo's status. 
By the way, whenever Austin Eckler is out, do not start anybody from this team uh, as far as running backs. Oh, yeah, running backs is not it. Josh Kelly is dead to me. I mean, I'm just going to be straight with you. He is dead to me. I am never You know what kills me? Isaiah Spiller. What the fuck? Why'd you draft him? Trade him away. Give him to a team that needs him. There's so many teams that need running backs out there. You're not even using them. Well, when I was concerned when it was between Isaiah Spiller and Devin Achan at Texas A&M, and Devin Achan looked so much better than him, I – I guess maybe I should have taken it more seriously that. <laughs> but he hasn't had a chance to be bad. He's got like three well, carries in a game. He looked great in college. So I don't know. There must be something else going on. Um, all right. On to Arizona versus San Francisco. Um, I'll take the easy one because San Francisco is pretty simple. You're starting Brock Purdy. Look, he is not going to be the guy that gets you 30 point games, but he's also always going to get you at least 18 points. Yeah, can you always or he's never going to get you below that. So he is a startable running or quarterback in the league right now when everybody else has been kind of up and down. Christian McCaffrey, don't need to talk about him. Debo, don't need to talk about him. Even though he did get hurt last week, if he's playing in this game, you're starting him. Um, Kittle, definitely. Ayuk, I don't know if Ayuk is back, but Ayuk, if his if he's in there, you're going to want to play him. And then I'm not a Jawan Jennings guy, so I'm not going to say to start him, but everybody else is fine. Um, Ayuk, everybody's questionable. All the wide receivers are questionable. Ayuk, Jennings, and yeah. Debo. Well, D- so. Debo looked like he died on the field, literally, and I was surprised when he actually came back and caught a touchdown last Thursday. Enough, honestly. All right, and on to Arizona, man. You know what you're doing. You're starting Nick Bosa. You're starting Kaiser <laughs> White. I fucked it up already. Jalen Thompson. You're starting Zayvon Collins. You're starting who's our favorite defensive lineman guy? Uh, I already forgot his name. Gardeck. Gardeck. Uh, yeah. No, the Arizona defense is a real thing. Uh, this team is going to be great uh, in the future. Just wanted to let you know. Not for, not for. I'm talking about for fantasy football. I just wanted to say this is exactly what I talk about whenever I talk about. Just because they're on a bad football team doesn't mean they can't get fantasy points. So, uh, James Conner has obviously been just phenomenal all all year round. Kind of knew this would happen because there's no other running back. He is questionable at the moment, but if he's playing, he starts on your team too. Uh, Marquise Brown and Rondale Moore have done okay. Um, had good games last week. And both Moore, Brown, both weeks in a row. Rondale Moore, one week in a row. Uh, Josh Dobbs, I, I'm never going to say that this guy's good by any means, but he's being able to get it to the stars and putting up a game and beating the Cowboys, which I love every minute of. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it for the for the team. Uh, Ertz had a pretty bad game last week, but I think he should bounce back. Um, and then Trey McBride really has just not been the guy by any means that we thought he might be this year. I thought there might have been a breakout for Trey McBride. So um, really the winner of this team is Matt Brader. Uh, he's always going to be getting field goals because this team might not be able to score at any given moment. Um, so if, if you need a kicker. James Conner's good this season. I don't know what you're talking about. I literally said stardom. I know. What are you talking about? You said made it sound like Prater was the only guy because they couldn't score touchdowns. Uh, I was just saying the team's bad sometimes. They're gonna they're gonna fuck up. I was just trying to give an extra option to start because it felt light, you know. I said Fair Connor enough. was good. You start him if he's healthy. That, that was pretty easy. Fair enough. And then Marquise Brown and uh, Rondale Moore are on your own. Choose choose what you want to do there. I'm not I'm not telling you to start either one of them. San Francisco wins, but I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona made it close. Uh, divisional game. Arizona's been putting up a fight on every game. Uh, I, I mean, I agree with San Francisco, they're, but like, 
San Francisco is 14 point favorites right now, by the way, which just feels way too many points. Yeah, that's too much. Honestly, with the way Arizona's playing right now, I just, you never know what's going to happen. I don't, not predicting a win by any means, but for sure. Joe said on Twitter, on YouTube, Billy, I told you Kelly wasn't it. You were right. Ruru says, damn it, Joe. Joe says, pick up Thule Tupo. Damn it, Joe. Tupoludo. Yep. Just sure. say it fast. All right. But yeah, no, seriously, Tupoloto is phenomenal. We probably should have talked touched on him on the in the IDP chat. Lil Bro on YouTube says, Would you do London and Warren for Acres and Christian Watson? Hundred uh no, I would take the Acres Watson side personally. I think I would take the Acres Watson side too. And wow, I can't believe that's where we're that's at right a, now. That's a weird trade though, I will that's say. That's a very strange trade. All right, on to I'm the just Sunday pretty night. Even, though. On to the Sunday night football game, which would be a hell of a lot more interesting if Aaron Rodgers was playing. Wait, so we're we having... didn't talk about New England-Dallas. Oh, damn it. I didn't write that one down. All right. New England, versus, New England versus Dallas. Um, I'll take I'll Dallas. Do the, okay. I'll, I'll do the New England side. Uh, look, Ramondre hasn't been what you wanted him to be this year. But then again, zero Patriots have been good this season. Um, you might say Derrick Henry's had it. Or not Derrick Henry. Hunter Henry has had a good uh, season so far. But as a whole, this team has been wildly disappointing, and they need to get an actual receiver out there. Max throwing 3,000 times a game, which is not helpful. Um, they looked, like, completely terrible against the Jets. I don't know how they fixed this offense, but there's not really anybody I can tell you to start other than the running backs. And even then you're not happy about it because neither of them are getting in the end zone. And Dallas is a pretty decent defense as well. Exactly. So I don't really know how the Patriots were to win this uh, other than they've got a good defense too, but the running backs is all all I would start on this, uh, this team. Mac Jones is bad by the way. Just saying. I already knew that. Uh, Dallas also coming off a very embarrassing loss is going to try to go out there and throw some firepower around. Uh, CD Lamb obviously is a start every week. Tony Pollard, of course, as well. Dak, uh, if you need to, uh, most likely he's your starting quarterback, so you're probably going to have to start him. A little bit embarrassing last week. Uh, not like he played terrible. He just didn't play good. Um, and then Brandon Cooks had an off week. Maybe expect a little bit more from him this week. Uh, Jake Ferguson's actually the surprise for Dallas, at least in my eyes. Uh, getting consistent targets each week and important ones as well. So um, had a little bit extra there. And then Rico Dowdle, don't know why, but he is uh, apparently relevant. Did did steal a touchdown from Pollard. I'm sure every Pollard, Pollard manager noticed that as well. So uh, you're not starting him yet, but if you know you want to get risky, sure. But yeah, it's Cowboys team is just looking a little rough right now. That that they were not expecting that. I think they got a little bit too high on themselves after the couple wins they had going in. So love to be able to harass some Cowboys fans at work though, because of it. So appreciate you, Arizona. For sure. I got Cowboys. I've seen Dak dropped in leagues, by the way, that's the point we're at right now. That's a little bit wild, but yeah, uh, is what it is. Um, Yeah. Cowboys win. Yeah, probably. But Patriots will put up a fight. This might be a defensive battle. All right. Now onto the Sunday night game. I'll take the jets. Don't start anybody. Oh yeah, that was that was super easy. But yeah, like as as to your point, as you were saying before, I so rudely interrupted you and told you about the other three o'clock game we had. Uh, yeah, they thought this game was gonna be fucking amazing. They thought this was gonna be the money maker. Aaron Rodgers dealt the State Farm game on Sunday night. 
Now it's yep. just embarrassing and probably they scripted out that. Taylor Swift to be there from New York. Like, oh, they, dude, this they was, had everything. This was this was scripted out to be the perfect like pop culture moment of Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes, Taylor Swift in the stands, like State Farm makes a hundred dollars. Nothing, nothing, a million dollars, I should say. All right. Well, anyway, uh, I, I really feel like the Chiefs are super easy too. You start pretty much everyone that isn't a wide receiver. <laughs> put that out there yeah uh, Jerick mckinnon is now worth a start in a close game but this won't be a close game so not this week um although he did have a lot of work as kind of like the the last minute guy like hey you run the ball pacheco should probably stay healthy uh pacheco all day travis kelsey patrick Mahomes. you don't even need to talk about uh tony's still questionable might be injured we don't ever really know uh rashi rice uh did get a little bit of extra work though last week and is kind of getting a Sort of close to consistent role, but five catches for 59 yards against the Bears is not enough for me to start them the next week, especially one of these guys is going to be covered by sauce. So, yeah, no, for me, it's literally Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey and Pacheco and then Jarek McKinnon if you're desperate. And if you want to roll the dice on them wide receivers, go play yourself some craps, man. Yep, can't do it. Uh, The Chiefs win this game, but I'm going to tell you, if this was Roman times, the Jets players would have killed zach wilson already this is literally the julius caesar thing where like caesar's closest friends were the ones that took him down this would be what happened to zach wilson if this was the roman times back in the gladiator days it's gotta because be some they, free agent quarterbacks that are better than they this, right? hate him they hate him i know they brought in trevor simeon who's probably he's gonna be inactive this week they hate him and they're going to get embarrassed on sunday night football i don't know I don't, this is a team with such rough. promise is turning into just an embarrassment. And it's super sad. Like, honestly, I really do feel bad for Jets fans all around, but I think, I think the Jets should trade Zach Wilson to the Bears for Justin Fields. Okay. Let's calm down. Joe, Joe's not here to defend himself, man. He's know. in the comment section and he doesn't need to defend himself. They need a tanking quarterback and that's what Zach Wilson is. <sighs> nice. All right. Well, anyway, Casey wins. We can move past that real quick. Um, and then get into another game that I think peace people actually thought was probably going to be a good game. Seattle had a huge year last year. The Giants won a lot of games. I don't think this is that great game either that people were mm-hmm. expecting when the, when the script writers wrote this uh, this uh, schedule out. So pretty mediocre Sunday and Monday night games. But um, I don't know. Pick a team that you want to take over and I'll take the other. Okay, well, I'll take the Giants who I don't think are expected to have Barkley back yet. It would be nice for them if they had Barkley back because this is a bad football team. Uh, the only person I would start on the Giants, and it's weird to say, Paris Campbell. I've actually liked quite a bit. Oh, and Darren Waller. Darren Waller and Paris Campbell. I've actually kind of liked what I've seen from them this season as far as their target share and their, um, I don't know, addition to the offense. I don't like Daniel Jones very much. The running backs are a whole ass mess. And the rest of these wide receivers are just a dime a dozen. But Paris Campbell actually seems to have an actual role in the offense. He's not got a lot of yards yet, but he's gotten catches. And Darren Waller has been a serviceable tight end. Last week was against the 49ers. He's not going to be serviceable in those games. Yeah, I will say Waller's gotten the targets, but I, I it's not accurate. Like, I... I, I, I can't help Daniel Jones. He's bad. I know. It's really bad. I feel bad, but here we are. So... Yeah, I'd sit everyone on the on the 
Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones just seems like a game where he might be able to have a good game, but I just you're not going to get the consistency. And if you wait till Monday night to see Daniel Jones put up like six points on your bench or on your in your starting lineup, ugh. Ugh. Uh, on the Seattle side, uh, Gino not quite in that startable range. I mean, you never know when you're going to get the big game. Um, this might this could be it easily. Um, kind of hit or miss so far this year. But my my opinion would be that you probably drafted Gino as a backup and you're not starting him. Uh, Ken Walker, uh, I have to eat my words on this one. He has commanded the backfield and gotten the touchdowns and gotten everything, has had basically nothing poached by Sharps, uh, which just it, it just is what it is, man. Uh, JSN, super disappointing, uh, has not had a workload, but yet they're throwing to these other random wide receivers, uh, not, not named him, uh, Bobo. That's the guy. Don't like him. Don't know why he's getting more targets than uh, JSN. You don't like Jake Bobo? Come on. I, I just don't like it because JSN should be involved and it makes no sense. But uh, Lockett and Metcalf both locked to start in starting lineups everywhere. Um, it's gonna, they're going to get enough targets each week. Uh, you never know if Metcalf's going to have the bigger game or Lockett might. But uh, after the two touchdown performance from Lockett two weeks ago, um, you're going to see it on occasion where it's just flip flopped. But yeah, so. I can see Gino starting in this game, but I just hope that once again, this is not a Monday night battle. You're like, I'm starting Jalen Hurts versus Patrick Mahomes. I want to see it, which you will see. Right. But not yet. No. I think Joe had a message about Jake Bobo, though. I'd ride him. Seems a little early for me, personally. I think Bobo only two targets in the last game, but, you know, uh, eventually he's going to be a good addition to this offense. Maybe. <laughs> if Joe thinks Bobo's there, then maybe that's maybe that is the play. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm coming yeah, around I'm, on it. Again, I personally would never say that. That was all Joe's words there, not mine. So okay. I just want to make cool. that very clear. Okay, that's week four. All right. Well, next week, we get bye weeks. So we have a few less games to talk about, which will make these not as long. I appreciate everybody who's written out the entire uh, hour and 24 minutes that we've been discussing the previews. Thank you for everybody who's been in the live. We appreciate each and every one of you for stopping by, asking questions, being active in the chat. Uh, we're big, big fans of that. I mean, Joe, Joe, if this was how Joe would uh, react to you in the chat. I'd write him. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's to each, that's a personal message to each and every one of you out there. Um, just to make sure that you know that you're welcomed and happy. Ruru says, you guys plan to do a live IDP anytime soon? Ruru, I would be very open to doing that. The problem is these guys are the busiest guys in show business, and getting them nailed down to another day at some point to do the live IDP show would be very, very tough. So we can try it. We can try to do one at some point um, coming up, but I don't know if we could ever – we, do, we are going to have each week there will be a recorded at the very least, and it will go to YouTube and our audio, uh, you know, the podcast listeners. So there will be an IDP every week, uh, just not at this time because we would be on live for like six straight hours if we got too caught up. So um, maybe, maybe, like, maybe after like week six, we'll just do like a big IDP like mailbag deal. We should do that. Root- that is a Jordan thing. We wish and could hope for the best that we would be there for Sunday mornings, but none of us could could do it. We hope that Jordan comes back soon. I hope he comes back to the podcasting space. He's off in Never Neverland at the uh, current time. Super CNC Challengers, welcome to the chat. Trade away Monty and Sutton for Ramondre PPR. Mm. 
it's close at the moment um, at the moment it's great but like you have to assume that Ramondre's gonna turn it around he has to right at some point i mean this team can't be that bad running the whole well time. the thing is zeke's not it, it, poaching enough to me right now to where i'm like oh fuck yeah let's get rid of let's get rid of Ramondre. zeke's involved yeah, exactly. but it's not like his his you know he did have a lot of carries last week against the jets but um I see why he offered you that trade, and it's a fucking barn burner. I I gotta say no and keep Stevenson and ride it out. I would I would keep Ramondre. If you're trading for Ramondre, trade for Ramondre. If you're the one with Ramondre, I would not do that deal. Yeah, I mean that's a great trade though. Like this smart because yeah. Sutton's beasting out right now. I don't Sutton, see that yeah, continuing. Sutton's that's my problem. Exactly. Judy will I eventually s- take over. Monty's still gonna have a role. He's paid for three years. Like he's gonna have to have a role, and he's going to when he's healthy, and that's why they're taking their time getting him back. But Sutton, I could see falling off a cliff, and I don't want. I would hate to do that to you. He says, "Yeah, I'd be getting Ramondre in the trade. Fuck, I would yeah, do, do it. The, do the fucking trade, man. Get Ramondre. He's gonna be an RB one for at some point in the season. It's finally gonna happen. I don't know. The Patriots' offense is so weird right now. But yeah, God, I would do that true. trade. Okay, that's all we got this week." Thank you all for stopping by. Josh, you have anything to, to lead us out of here with? No, not really. I don't we should just actually get a good night button for Joe whenever we're whenever he's not here. That'd be a great no no no. We don't need it again. We've had it. We've had it. But I just wanted to I just want to close out here and say good luck to everyone. Just a nice, calm, good luck week four. Should be a nice, uh, nice competition. Hopefully nobody gets uh beat up by Mostert, Devontae Adams, and Keenan Allen again, because that was rough. For sure. Fly Eagles fly, baby. We're still live. Oh, it's because I always forget to hit the second end. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.